Looking for a taste of the islands? Look no further than No Foods. That's NOH Foods of Hawaii. No Foods was developed to reflect the many international cultures and races of the islands. Hawaiian, Japanese, Chinese, Korean, Portuguese, Filipino, and more. Known for the wide variety of delicious seasoning and sauces. The products of No Foods can make anyone a master chef in their own kitchen. Easy to prepare and delicious in flavor are the hallmarks of No Foods. Again, that's NOH of Hawaii. This is like Chinese beef broccoli, Korean barbecue, Filipino adobo, Hawaiian Kahlua pork, and many, many more. Don't forget about the refreshing and very popular Hawaiian iced tea, sweetened with raw cane sugar and just the right touch of lemon. You can find NOH Foods online at Amazon.com and NOHfoods.com, also in many stores and supermarkets. As we say in the islands, say yes to no. Aloha. Welcome back to the No Name Football Podcast. My name is James Big Cat Williams, and I'm alongside of the great Olin Krutz and the great Jason McKee. Pretty good start, man. <laughs> well, well, there's nowhere to go after that. Huh? Hey, first one. Huh? He, said, he set the play up. We got it, We got it. Hey, I got, hey, I got nothing else for you for hours. <laughs> I didn't know if you were done or not, so I didn't want to say anything, so I was going to wait. And... <laughs> hey, it was third down and four. I said, the play in, I need y'all to run. Right, we got to run them up. Man. Run hey, it. Run it. Now you guys need to execute. Right. <laughs> execute the play. Um, why don't we start with high school football, big Cat, who's Lake Forest got this week? We got Stevenson this mm. week. Uh, it's going to be a big test for us. Mm. You know, they are they're a team that come that. Well, we're going to, to them, and it's going to take all we got. I mean, you know, we're mm. we're a team that has been decimated by injuries, mm. and you know, we're just we're, we're we're trying to make it happen this year. So yeah. you know, you have these years every once in a while after coming off of two years with you know pretty good records and being able to make it to the playoffs and things like that you know this this year is you know it's hard to watch because you know the kids aren't used to stuff like this yeah. now, me I've been on 11 twice in my life so mm-hmm. I've I kind of know where things are and where things are going yeah. and you know I'm trying to prepare them for this like you know you're going to have kids that ordinarily would would play in a game, but now they've got a little nick and they're not going to play because, you know, they know that, you know, the team's not that good. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we stand a chance of winning this game, as long, but we can't kill ourselves. Definitely. You know? Definitely. Yeah, it's tough. You know, when you, you've got to keep them motivated. And this, the thing is, a lot of these kids aren't self-motivated. They rely on the coach. They rely right. on you, Big Cat, and the other guys on that staff, Ahmad and all them guys, to keep keep them motivated. And, you know, it's tough when you go through a season where, like you said, you're not meeting expectations. I mean, you guys are a perennial playoff team. And you, you know, now you have a season where, you know, things aren't going your way. It's tough to keep them motivated. But, I mean, you guys got a great staff. You guys do a great job. And, you know, you guys are definitely back. You got a lot of great young players man you guys you know, gave us everything we can handle um, so the future is definitely bright for you guys so okay that's enough about Layford yeah. you know um, but, but you know what's funny about that like I don't know about you guys but some of my years I remember uh, I'll use the word most fondly 
mm-hmm. is the bad years. Mm-hmm. The years where guys were working together, fighting. You knew the guy next to you wasn't great. Like you knew yeah. your team wasn't good, but when you get away from it, like I'm away from it now, you know, I ended playing in 2011 now. Um, mm. Those years are the years I remember the most. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I don't like the ones I enjoy uh, getting into that bunker with guys and just trying to get better, trying trying to work on how can we get a little better every day. And then you think to yourself, like when you watch a guy that that you don't think that everybody doesn't think can do it. Yeah. And like one or two games, he shows up yep. and he gets it done and he develops and he gets to play. And you know, I mean, you're not a good football team. You know that. Um, but when you when you go through years like that, I don't know why, Jay and, and Kat, but I really do remember those the most. The, the, the ones that taught you like persistence, hard work, yeah. everything football is supposed to be about. And, and like Kat said, they got a young team. Uh, you know, I think is Colin Blocky still starting at quarterback? No. Okay. No. But you know, I mean, mm-hmm. he got to play a little bit. Right. Young guy yeah. get to yeah. develop. Yep. So so just to watch those young guys get out there, guys you never thought you'd see hand off a right. football this year mm. or, or complete a pass. Yeah. Like like sometimes. That's the best part of coaching, man. The best part is seeing a guy, uh, uh, you know, get a pancake or block somebody or kick step and throw his hands, and you're like, man, I didn't, I didn't know. Like he, he actually did that. Right. But uh, J Mac, uh, you know, we're up there at Carmel together now. Talk to us about your guys' matchup this week. I know it's homecoming. The yeah. kids are excited. Yeah. Uh, uh, try to keep their attention during homecoming. I'm trying to tell you, uh, Pep man. rallies, God, dances. Uh, they got to shine their shoes, get the cars man, cleaned I'm up. Telling you, man. They got the, the party already right. ready. The party's ready already. Right. We're trying to install plays. They're talking about getting haircuts and stuff like that, man. I'm like, guys, you got a game. Like, you know, you know, you know, we had the opportunity to ruin somebody's homecoming. You can yeah. get your homecoming ruined now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. None worse right. than going to your homecoming dance with an L. So uh, the big thing for us, obviously, you know, brother, I was been trying to keep him focused, uh, eliminate distractions. Um, but we got a tough opponent. St. Pat's is a uh, a real scrappy team, a yeah. city team. Uh, they beat us last year. We played there at St. Pat's, so they've got a uh, they got they do some things. Their offense is similar to ours. Uh, defensively, they fly around. They play real hard. Uh, they don't make a lot of mistakes. So you know, like cat, like you were saying, we can't do anything to kill ourselves like we right. did last week. You know, we had a lot of things in that game last week in which we you know it was self inflicted, and we can't have those mistakes uh, tonight against St. Pat's because they're a really good team. So uh, we'll be up for the challenge. Like brother said, it's homecoming. So want to get this W homecoming night, you know, up at Carmel. Yeah, man. Um, the, the funny thing about like homecoming is like you guys are saying, those kids are out on the field looking at you. Like you yell at them. They're like, get the hell away from me. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, I got bigger things to right, worry right, about. Right. I got two uh, dates. You know, like, like hey, hey, you got to pull tighter on power. And he looks at you like, no, no, no. My pants is too tight for prom. That, that's all That's all I care about. But uh, uh, moving on to, I don't know if you guys watched any of last night's game. I know it's a big topic, a conversation uh, around, you know, on Twitter, of course, where uh, everyone there is a doctor. Uh, everyone on Twitter is a doctor. <laughs> uh, Everybody knows what's wrong. I was, I was listening to sports radio this morning. They're all doctors. So everyone's a doctor. Um, Personally, when I see Tua go through what he went through, I know Tua personally. Mm. I know his parents personally. Mm. Uh, You're scared when you're watching that, first of all. right? Like, uh, I got two boys. If they were lying on the ground like that on a football field, um, I don't know. I'd be scared. So so first thing you worry about is Tua's health. I I know there's a back history to these guys. I don't know if you guys want to touch on this, too, but uh, the week before... He seemed to be wobbly on the field. They said it was back and ankle. Uh, there's just a lot going on there. And and we all go through. Yeah. I know, Kat, you have. I know, J-Mac, you have. I have. We all go through dealing with the NFL with various things. Oh, man. And, and it's disappointing a lot of times. 
right? At this point in our times, but just kind of wondering. Uh, I know you know people are blowing it up. Uh, we obviously on the No Name Football Podcast. Uh, pray for Tua first and foremost that yes. he's healthy. That Definitely. we'll see him again soon on a football field. If I had to guess, I am from where Tua is from. He will be back on a football field soon. Right. If yeah. I had to take a guess, cool. right? He, he, uh, that is just the way we grow up. Uh, you mm-hmm. can judge it. You can not like it if you don't want to. But mm-hmm. we get back on the field and we get going again. So uh, just kind of wondering, uh, J-Mac, I'll start with you. Just kind of wondering what you think about that whole situation. Yeah, I mean, obviously not watching their game last week and them saying that it was his back and his ankle. And then I saw the clip that they played after the play in which he – got injured and he's he, he you know he gets slammed on the ground and he gets up and he's running back he's jogging back to the huddle and he just starts stumbling all over the place like that I mean come on man like back and ankle and and I've been there before I haven't got knocked out in the game and you know I, I get as it as a fullback I, yeah. we would imagine right right and no, I no, have hey, been in plenty of huddles you where, where bell the field, you got your bell wrong yeah, right? yeah, yeah, right. I saw spots where I've been in the huddle and I'm looking and the, and the field <laughs> sideways and I'm like man I don't know what play they call but I'm out here doing something you know what they say? Block the guy in the middle. Right. Jay Dimmons, right. I see three of them. Hey, I'm doing something. But but to see that, you know, that clip of the game last week and then to see, you know, him out there this week and the way he, you know, way he got hit and the way he was, it's like, come on, man. Like, the guy, like, the best of the best doctors, you know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to be a doctor or anything like that, but, you know, you question, like, should he really have been out there? Like, you're forcing the guy out there. If you got Teddy Bridgewater as your backup. You know, he can come in and play some ball, but you can't force the man out there if he's not healthy, if he's going through, you know. I, 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 will, I will jump in and say this. I, I Like I said, I know two in his family. I don't think anybody forced him out. I was, I was, yeah, I think he went, went out. out. Yeah. I think right. he, yeah. I think Tua wanted to play. Right. I, you know, I'm from St. Louis High School where he's from. Uh, I know the dad pretty well. Um, yes, I, I think Tua wanted to be out there with mm-hmm. his teammates. Now, uh, I'll, let, I'll let you go, Cap. I just wanted to jump in. I, I, I just don't think anybody, for, I, I don't yeah. think, you're not going to force yeah. the Tago Vailoas to do anything. Right, right. And, like you said, we've all been there before. Mm-hmm. You know, we've all been in that situation, you know, walking up to the line of scrimmage, looking at the guy next right. to you talking about, what's the play, dude? <laughs> hey, where are we going? Right. <laughs> um, but it's, like you said, I understand how hard it is to keep a guy off the field that wants to be on the field. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yes, you might get a little dinged up and – in your mind, it's not in in your mind, in his mind, he didn't see what everyone else saw. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? His head hit the ground, him get up and stumble. To him, he just got up and the whole field was tilted at a forty five degree angle and he's uh-huh. like, Oh wow, yeah. what the heck just happened? Right. But in his mind, he's going out there to play the next play. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna let my guys down. I'm not coming off this field. You're gonna have to drag me off of here. And that's the football mentality, though. But yeah. as a but as an organization and as a coach, right? Your your franchise quarterback. Now, like you guys said, you're hundred percent right. He too is like, hey, I'm playing this game. Mm-hmm. But as an organization, as the head coach, looking at your franchise quarterback, do you sit him down anyway? And say no, you're not playing this game because because of the way you were last game. Yeah, we're you, not going to risk it. It's funny, Jim, because it's what people don't do now, right? Like there's, it's it's separate. The stories are separate. Mm-hmm. Maybe the. Tua probably did want to play, but who was right? Who was wrong right. here? Mm-hmm. We don't. We don't have. I don't have the information. Yeah, I don't yeah. know uh, what the doctor. I don't know what doctor checked him. Uh, I don't know if the NFL sent in. You know, I, I would imagine if the story is so big, 
you send another doctor down there, mm-hmm. right? If I'm the NFL, yeah. Like if, if I and I know he's on Thursday night, he's gonna play in four days, and people are already questioning me. And, and the players' union came out and said, you know, we want answers. This was before Thursday night. The players' mm-hmm. union wanted answers. So, so why, why, why wouldn't the players' union send a doctor down there to check on them, right? To to make sure, yeah. look, 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 we're gonna clear Tua to play this Thursday night, not you guys. We will clear him. But, um, you know, interesting. I it, it's interesting to hear. Your guy, you know, we have combined, and I think not a lot of podcasts, not a lot of radio hosts can claim this. We have 372 NFL starts combined. So we have a different perspective on this, right? On like J-Max saying like, yes, I've, I've gone to huddle before and played the next play. I, I, I remember knocking myself out against the Lions and getting back in huddle, right? Yeah. And like being, like I couldn't move for a second on the ground. That was one of the scariest moments of my life, right? But yeah. I played the next play. Right, yeah. Right? Uh, right, and no one, like you said, Jay, um, no one at that time would check, but interestingly enough, like J Mac is saying, a lot of people are talking. The NFL office is talking. Mm-hmm. The players union is talking. Stop talking. Send uh, doctors it, down there. Like, 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 all they do is talk. Yeah, like, like, like if, do if the guy is playing Thursday night, Jay, and you want answers, go get them. Go get them. The union hat, like, this is not the old NFL. This is a $10 billion a year business. The union, I, I mean, I think DeMarie Smith makes $10 million a year. Well, right? I mean, like, yeah. like right. why wouldn't you <laughs> fly into Miami? Fly yeah. into Miami on your private jet that you go around on. Okay. Take your personal doctor and see if Tua is cleared. If you're that worried about him. Man. Because I'm tired of the Twitter posts. Yes. I'm tired of the comments. I, I, what I want to know is, it, what did you guys do? What did you actually do Nothing. before this game kicked off? That's what I want to know. Uh, I, I'll, I'll tell a quick story here on the podcast. I had I have some like you two know, and I, I won't say who, but I have some in my family who has who got diagnosed with dementia. Mm-hmm. So I decided, like, man, I, I want to get ahead of this and maybe go into this. Uh, they have that benefits program mm-hmm. for mental yeah. health, right? For yep. to see, I couldn't be more disappointed when mm-hmm. I went down there and met with those doctors. They literally only want to know if they're going to give you money or not. Yep. And I kept asking them, do you have any programs that I can get into to make sure my mental health stays good? And they just kept, they gave me this memory test. And I'm like, guys, I'm 45. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to fail. And I'm not going to swear because we're on the radio now. Yep. I'm not going to fail a memory test, Cap. Right. Mm-hmm. right. And I kept asking them, what do you guys provide for former players to make sure that our mental health, we stay healthy, we stay good, we 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 don't suffer from CTE slash dementia slash mm-hmm. what 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 programs? None. They ain't gonna tell you. Yeah, and and, a, and right. a, the doctor I went to actually like said like, how are you doing financially? Yep. That's none of your business. Right. Yep. Right. That's well, none that of your business. Nothing to do with my, state, my right. mental state. Yeah. And, and if I'm here, and and I said like, I told them once they started, Ken and Jimmy, I said I'm gonna pass all of this. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not. I told them when I sat down, I'm not really struggling. I told them I do struggle with some anger problems, but since I was six, but <laughs> too you know, I told them that. But but you know, no. Like, <laughs> but but what I'm saying is, you go there expecting someone to help you, right? Mm-hmm. With with a plan. So when I'm 70 or 65 and I have six kids and they have kids, I'm good. They gave me nothing. Yeah. Nothing, and that was disappointing. Yeah. All, all they all they gave you was a, a denial letter. Yes. That's all they give you. Which I've been, I've which been you there. knew you right. were going to get. Yeah, of course. Right. You, and you told them yeah. before yeah. you even started yeah. the whole process. I, like, before, when I sat down, I said, well, "They were like this. Te- we're going to give you this test." And I was like, "You don't have to take four hours to do that." 
I'm going to pass that test. Right. Yeah. Like I'm good. Like, have you ever heard me on the radio? Like, I'd like to, I remember a lot of shit. You know what I mean? I I just, it's frustrating for me because, um, I know like the, the union, like, wow, wow. We're going to, we're going to check on this. Well, did you? They ain't gonna, Did you check on right. it? They ain't going to do shit. Right. Period. Right. And, and, and the sad thing is, like, when you go to those, when you go to those um, appointments, and I've been there too, they they make you feel like you're a burden to them. Right. Like you know, I went in. Yeah. I went in the office. No, they're doing you a favor. Yeah, the lady, like you know, they had to, you know they had, had to go through. They had to give me a physical, and she's like, you know, checking my shoulder, and like she's like sucking her teeth the whole time. Right. Right. So I got mad. And I got a little anger management too, brother. So I got mad and I was like, well, look here, ma'am, you're sucking your teeth. I didn't ask to be here and I didn't ask you to examine me. And I walked out and all I got was, of course, a denial letter. But I'm like, well, how about the way she treated me? Right. right. You know what I mean? It's, it's crazy. It's sad. But that's the NFL. They claim to help you with all this stuff. CT, they care about things that happen after the fact. But what are they doing to prevent it? Like you said, brother, not a damn thing. This is the same league that cancels your health insurance five years Five years after you retire, and then say, "Hey, you go pay for it. You go pay for it. You got a health health reimbursement account." But then when you try to pay for it out of that, they want to deny you for everything that you're getting uh, that you're getting uh, you know your insurance that you're getting uh, treatment and stuff on. It's funny because you don't you don't mind like, of course you mind paying for everything, but I just want a plan. Exactly. Like like you have all this these doctors, you have all these people like. What is your plan to combat combat what NFL guys who retire are going through, right? If someone comes to you, cat, and they're worried about their mental health, you don't want to just send them a denial letter. Right. <laughs> all you get, right? That's all you get. That's all you get. That's all you get. I mean, you know, obviously, I didn't get into it more because, gosh, life just goes on. I got six yeah. kids. There's a lot to do. Yeah. Right. But when I first got that letter, out, I, I mean. I, I felt like calling somebody, but I just felt like if I called somebody, it would just be more to say. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You you open it up, and you're like, okay, there's got to be more to it than this, right? Yeah, right. There, there's got we, to. We be would more. we would suggest, right, right, right. Maybe you go see this right. person. Yeah. Maybe right. you talk to such and such. And like you said, there's none of that. I I just took I just did the mental test uh, about three weeks ago, and yeah. Got there at nine, didn't get out of there till like two thirty. Yep. Right. Yep. And like you said, <laughs> the people sit around there like they're doing you a big favor. Yes. Like, Look, man, I just want to get this over and done with. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I just want to go through this. I want to see if there's anything you can do to help me. Um, I'm kind of in the same situation with, as you guys, but you know, I'm a little older, so. I'm watching guys now that are dealing with a lot of these problems sure. that yeah, you know sure. are that are at that age where you know I, I'm looking up and seeing friends that are passing away and yeah. you know it's look I don't want to be that guy yeah. I don't want to I don't I don't want to find myself standing on the side of the Sears Tower talking about is it worth it right you yeah. know what I mean yeah. and don't get me wrong I haven't reached that point yet but right. yeah well. never though but you know it's 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 frustrating. Uh, disappointing, and and that's why there's so when you, when you go on Twitter, um, former players, you see them on there. Uh, there's so much frustration when they see someone oh, like Tua man. going through that. I seen yeah. Thomas Jones with a series, a former running back on our team, mm-hmm. with a series of tweets this morning about, about they have to take care of the player, right? Yep. Because yep. Um, you know you're just an old player looking out for the younger guys, right? Yeah, for sure. Like, for like sure. look, we know we're all gonna fight. You, it, you just there's a way that. 
you'll, you can play it. There's a way to do it the right way. Right. They're just not doing it the right way right now. They don't care. They're not taking care of the former players. Um, they don't really have a plan. They put all these. I mean, I'd like to know what their payroll in New York is for the um, for all the benefits. Like, I like to know what that office makes because that that is they must have a lot of people in that office who get paid right. to do the benefits work for everybody. But um, important, it really, really, honestly, guys, I, I know it kind of makes everybody uncomfortable, but an important topic. A really important topic for former players to get out there and talk about. And, mm-hmm. and it's not it's not so much like you, you gotta get people to understand, it's not so much we you want money. You want a plan from people. You want a place mm-hmm. to go where they give you a plan. Hey guys, from all the studying we've been doing on all the former players, here's what you need to be doing. Here's where you can go yep. to to prolong your health, to stay healthy into your later years so you can be a grandfather, so yep. you can teach your, your grandkids about football. Things like that to me are important. Things like that to me, Kat, are missing from the NFL's plan. I agree. And, you know, I also think that for as much as I want to get on them and slam them about the things they don't do, I think there are also a lot of people that go into something like this and are just in it for the money grab. Oh yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? yeah, and, that, for sure. and that affects the people. That yeah, also sure. affects the people that are trying to actually get some yes. help. Right. Yes, right. for you sure. Know what I mean, they're, they're, for sure. There's guys that are, that are going there and, and and put on an act and, and right. try to win a Grammy yeah, because they're trying to get look, awarded look, money. Look, the, the form the NFL who is making ten billion a year. Yeah. Should deal with the, you know you know what I mean like yeah. come on like like right. yeah. like you're there not gonna be go, no reason yeah, for them yeah. to have to go in there right. yeah you're right right, right. 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 like like why do they have to go in there and act like they're hurt right like, give, give me a break like just yeah. you you see uh, uh, their files you know what they've been through you got doctors the worst I mean, question how much are those doctors making on that you know like Man. like everyone knows what we make. I want to know what they all make. Yeah. All the doctors on staff, right. what do they make? All the trainers yeah. on staff, what do they make? All the people who work in the NFL <laughs> office in the benefits, uh, in the benefits office, what do they make? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because uh, if we are all part of the NFL, if you wear the logo, then then why aren't we all the same? Right. Yeah. Anyway, that that to me. Uh, in a really important topic, hopefully more people start talking about it, more people start moving it forward because like we saw with Tua on a Thursday night, things can get dangerous sometimes. Yeah. And like we've seen with former players, things can get bad for them later in life. And, and there yeah. should be um, a little more programs, a little more things in place to help you. I mean, me- modern medicine is so far advanced now that there's so many clinics out there that that, that are probably willing to help. Right. The NFL mm-hmm. just doesn't, they just don't send you to these clinics, right? Like, no. um, I found this clinic called the Amen Clinic, and it's right right next door to me. I never even heard of it. And and they do, like, mental, prolong your mental health and, and mm-hmm. things. Anyway, things like that. Mm-hmm. Things like that yeah. is what they should be suggesting to former players. Um, anyway, moving on to the New York football giants. The Chicago Bears uh, play them on Sunday Cat and Jay Magno, it's hard to move on from that subject. Right <laughs> no, you got me thinking. You <laughs> right. right. got me thinking about all the times I was in that office. The lady asked me, have you ever had a concussion? Hey. And I want to go hey. off like, mother. Hey, we're, we're, sweating. we're sweating over here. We're sweating over here. <laughs> no uh, position I play? Right, that's what I'm saying. I'd be heated. Heated. Interesting matchup. Uh, first and foremost, uh, Brian DeBall, their head coach, a former Buffalo Bills offensive coordinator, was the hottest coaching candidate out there uh, going into the offseason. 
uh, the the Giants end up with them. So that comparison will be made, no matter mm-hmm. what you do when you're the Chicago Bears. Well, how the Giants do, how the Chicago Bears do. Should we went after Brian the Ball a little harder? Um, mm-hmm. We we we'll see those answers to those questions right. as we go on here. But just as far as this matchup, Big Cat, we'll start with you. Uh, what are you looking for from the Chicago Bears this week? Well, I'm I'm looking for them to continue their dominance in the running game. Uh, you know, Herbert being able, being the explosive runner he is, the line blocking the way they have, even the receivers being able to block downfield. But I think it's going to be a test because they're going up against a Wink Martindale defense who, mm-hmm. you know, some of you will remember was in Baltimore last year yep. and Fields didn't finish that game in Baltimore last year. You know, they came after him and... I'm expecting some of the same because I don't know how much we've seen fields grow between that point in time and this point in time to say that, uh, you know, he's not still a young quarterback that can be that that can be blitzed, that can be shooken, that can be taken advantage of a little bit. This is this is Wing Martindale. Yes. We call him Baba Yaga. <laughs> the boogeyman? Well John Watson exactly the boogeyman. <laughs> they call it cat. Like oh, you man. said about Wink, Wink Martindale, he is the boogeyman, man. Yeah. He is the boogeyman from the Dean Pease, Baltimore, Rob Ryan, Rex mm-hmm. Ryan tree. Mm-hmm. I remember, Cat, and you remember, and J Mac, you remember when you would go against these guys, mm-hmm. you would have like four extra protection walkthroughs. I'm trying to tell okay. you. Hey, so, so, guys coming from everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Man, they got how many guys they got on the field, ref? Golly, <laughs> man. We got 11. <laughs> Them mother effers ain't got 11 guys over there. You know what I mean? We're more like four. Yeah, where did he come from? Like, I know who I got, but where did he come from? Yeah, yeah. Um, and Cat and brings up an interesting, interesting yeah. point because remember that Baltimore game, Cat, they were coming off that Steelers performance where Justin Fields looked like yes. the last time I think maybe Justin Fields looked like a franchise quarterback, yeah. right? Where he led right. the team down the field late, and then all of a sudden, that as as it always happens in the NFL. Wink Martindale shows up the next week, <laughs> puts something on film, yeah. and we've been waiting for him to come out ever since. The, the boogeyman uh, is going to be there. He's going to be on the other sideline. I haven't been overly impressed. I don't know about you guys uh, re-watching the film. Not overly impressed with Getsy yet. Yeah, right. Yet. Right. Yeah, I mean, he's got a like you're saying, he's going to see pressure. Phil's going to see pressure. But you, you still have to get something going off of that run game. You know, the Giants are going to put eight in the box. They're going to try to stop Khalil Herbert. Obviously, we know what he did last week. But you got to get something going off of that passing game. I mean, you can't. You, I mean, the many yards you ran for last week, you would think you would have more completions. I don't know how many completions they had last week or through the first three games. But you're going to have to get something going. They're going to have to do something like we talked about last week to make Fields comfortable, to get them going, to get some of those guys out on the perimeter going, whether it's Mooney, Komet, St. Brown. You know, somebody's got to step up and make a play in the passing game. As an offensive coordinator, as a as a as a head coach, is it more important for my team to get wins early in the season or develop my young quarterback so that late in the season we stand a chance? I mean, because you're coming into a stretch here, and I think Olin mentioned it last week, where you've got um, 
you know, you got the Giants coming up this yeah. week. You got the Commanders next week. You know, yeah, so uh, this is they go, a, they go cat. They go to Giants. They're at Minnesota, and then they got the Commanders. Okay, yeah. and, and, and this is a. You know, this is a little stretch where you know you can you can buy yourself some right. time, but how much do you need to start trying to get Fields to do more for later in the season? Now, now I, I will say this: if I'm the head coach, I, I got the most important thing in the NFL is learning how to win. Right. Yep. Right. Learn, right. I have to learn how I got to teach my team how to win how to football win. games now. Um, there's a balance. And if I'm the head coach, I'm, I'm meeting with Coach Getzian. I'm saying, like, how do I get Justin Fields going? How do I get him more comfortable in my offense? How do I got to get him not looking like he's a robot back there mm-hmm. where he doesn't want to pull the trigger when these guys are wide open over the middle of the field? When, right. when, when, when I, you design a play, I turn the film on, Coach Getzian, you've designed a play, guys are open, and he's not throwing the ball. Mm-hmm. So uh, we talked about on, I think it was Monday, how young their head coach, I mean, their offense coordinator and their quarterback coach right. are. Yep, right. And, and some, of that, some, of that, some of that can be overplayed, right? Experience can be overplayed, but uh, sometimes, man, when a quarterback is struggling like this, seeing ghosts, uh, seeing the boogeyman, um, he needs like an older guy in the room and just, okay, let's, let's put this offense together. Yep. Let's, like you said, Kat, like Bob Wiley said, let's go to four or five run plays. Yep. Right? Let's, let's, this this yep. week, we're just going to run these pass concepts, the That's ones it. you like. And we're going to put it on every play. Right? We're going to put it. Yeah, let's we're, we're, we're tag it on everything. Yeah. Right? Because the pass yeah. game can be like the run game. Yeah. You can run the same concept over and over again. You just got to run out of different formations, different, formations. different motions. It. Window dress. Um, it, it's going to be an interesting game now. Um, you know, it's interesting because it's not like the Texans were really, really tough on defense and we still couldn't throw the ball. Right. Right. So the Giants, you know, they're the young defensive line. Uh, you know, we'll see if Leonard Williams plays. Leonard Williams is a monster, yeah. right? Uh, yeah. They do have Lawrence in the middle there. Uh, their big nose guard, uh, Thibodeau, you know, the, the number five pick of the draft versus Braxton Jones. He hasn't looked great on the edge. Now they can, uh, J Mack. They can attack the edges of this defense. Like their their outside linebackers have a have a hard time setting a hard edge. So uh, I think, like Cat said, their run game should be interesting. Yeah. And then can we get you know Mooney, Cole Command, something? Something out, out of, something. something out of these guys. Yeah, you got to manufacture a passing game if you don't have one. I, I don't know. How, I don't know how you do that. That's up to Getsy. But we definitely got to get something going on that. Uh, looking on the other side of the ball, you know the Giants. They're 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 struggling receiver as well. Sterling Shepard's out. Uh, Kadarius Tony, who was their former first round draft pick, he's been in and out of the lineup. Uh, Kenny Galladay, a guy who they picked up in free agency, I think last year, maybe the year before, if I'm not mistaken, he's only got two catches. So, right. you know, you look at Daniel Jones, he's kind of like, I see a lot of similarities with Justin Fields. You know, he's back there. You know, he, he's been getting hit. He got sacked five times last game, but, you know, he's struggling to see, to see it as well, to see the defense, to break down the defense, to make throws with anticipation. And he's lucky. He's lucky that you know you have a, a a healthy Saquon Barkley because he's been you know pretty much their entire offense. Right. You know, and, and and Daniel Jones done some good things with his legs, like like Fields. He's been effective. You know, when he's out on, out of the pocket or he's on the move, uh, extending drives. But in terms of him sitting in a pocket, he hasn't done anything. He's similar to Fields. Yeah, the um, the receiving core, like you said, a lot of injuries, right? Uh, Kadaris, Tony, Sterling, uh, Sterling Shepard. Uh, they have some guys out. I mean, Richie James, I think, is leading them in leading, receiving. Yeah. Uh, they have a young tackle, Evan Neal, Cat, uh, number seven pick of this year's draft. Uh, Andrew Thomas, 
uh, was the fourth pick, I think, in the 2020 Alabama and Georgia, yeah. right? They got so, bookends. Yeah, so mm. Andrew Thomas um, actually playing decent football. Right. Decent football right. out there. Okay. Uh, him versus Robert Quinn. Uh, hopefully Quinn comes back from his illness. I'm sure he will. But big story of this game. Last week, I think everybody watched the game, uh, Cowboys versus the Giants. Uh, that defensive line was terrorizing. Terrorizing Daniel Jones, yeah, but man, I don't see I don't see Micah Parsons uh, right. coming on. For, yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't see Lawrence <laughs> on that side of the ball. A big problem, guys, has been, and we we thought about this when the Bears uh, Ogan Joby didn't pass the physical. They didn't they didn't get their prize free agent on the defense side of the ball. We thought a lot to where are they going to get pass rush from? Mm-hmm. And even though Mills was not efficient in the game, which was shocking with Jalen Johnson out, he might be out again this week. Um. They still didn't get much pass rush, right? right? And, and and if you give the ball time, he'll pick you apart with his RPO scheme. Yeah. They'll run the ball like Saquon Barkley. They'll run screens. Uh, mm-hmm. They'll use Daniel Jones on the edge. They'll do a lot of interesting things. So just wondering where you guys think. I, I, we've heard a lot about maybe they bring Kyler Gordon off the edge, but where you guys think they may get their pass rush from this week? Who do you want to see step up and give them a little more pass rush? Yeah. No, go ahead. No, go ahead. You want me to go? Or you? Yeah, go ahead. go ahead. I want to say uh, – if I can pronounce his name right, Al Kadim Muhammad. Did mm-hmm. I pronounce his name yep. right? You got to you got to give us something. You're on the other side of Robert Quinn. You know, you, you're the other guy. Like we talk about, you talked about bookends in terms of the offense. You're bookends in terms of the defense. You have Robert Quinn's over there, and he's commanding a lot of the, uh, attention on that D line. Muhammad, you got to step up right. and get some pressure, man. So that's why I want to see step up on the D line. See, I think for me, even though it's the obvious, it's going to be Quinn. You okay. know, Quinn against Thomas, and after. Watching Quinn last week, it, I mean, he's got to, he's got to come out and perform yeah. because last week he was primarily one on one and was primarily handled. You know what I mean? And this is an opportunity for that old man to take advantage of that young kid that's on mm-hmm. that's, that's at left tackle. Um, you know whether or not he can do it, I I, I think he can. He has that ability. You look at, you look at some of the things that that guy does as far as coming off the edge and being able to get low, being able to get underneath a tackle's punch. He has the ability to get it done. We've seen him get it done. You know, but this is a week that you can't just, the one thing I'm worried about is that D line focusing so much on Barkley that we miss a lot of pass rush opportunities. Mm. It, it, it's going to be an interesting matchup. I mean, like you guys are saying, the first person you think of is Robert Quinn. But like you guys know, if you want to take one pass rush out of the game, you can. Right. Yeah. Right. So they got to help scheme a little bit. I thought last week watching him, we talked about this. Maybe they would try him on the other side away from Tunsil. Mm-hmm. Right. Like sometimes – you know, people are like, we haven't got much from Robert Quinn. Uh, they're not even chipping him that much. Okay, um, he saw Trent Williams the first week. Yeah. Trent is making like $30 million a year, I think. <laughs> right. Right, they saw Tunso. Tunso has, like, Tunso's contract is three years, $66 million, 50 guaranteed. Mm-hmm. There's a reason those two guys yep. are paid. Like, sometimes sometimes you're not having a bad year. You're going against the best in the business. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Back right. to back. So, um, yeah, you're right, Cat. A little better matchup for him at left tackle, although probably their best player, right? Um, I keep losing his name, but uh, I think it's Andrew Thomas. Probably yes. Andrew Thomas, your left tackle. Probably their best player mm-hmm. on offense right now when I watch the film. Now, on the other side, Neil is really struggling. Yes. Right? He is really struggling. Mm-hmm. Now, I say people are struggling, and they got you know the second coming of Lawrence Taylor out there, uh, Parsons, the Cowboys, uh, yeah. the Russian. Yeah. A lot of people right. really right. struggle against that guy, right? So yeah. um, they got to get something from the middle, man. They got to get something from Justin Jones. 
Uh, they got to get something from a guy they picked up late, Armand Watts, right? They got to mm. get something from uh, Travis Gibson again, Dominique Robinson. Um, Robert Quinn has to get something from them. And then maybe eventually Allen Williams and Coach Flues, who we know in this cover two defense, they don't like to get exotic with their fronts, right? They line up mm-hmm. in two threes, they yeah. run some games, and they're just going to try to beat you. Yeah, get up this the way. This is what right, we right. do. Um, maybe you got to get, maybe you got to get a little exotic in, in your, get in the your, linebackers yeah, a little yes. more involved. Little, yeah. little Don Wing Martindale, <laughs> right? A little bit of that, Jay, mm-hmm. but, um, mm-hmm. that, you know, it's going to be interesting matchup because the Giants offensive line, they got dominated by the Cowboys and the Cowboys beat them with a backup quarterback. Right. And right. so that's going to be an interesting matchup there. Now, if Jalen Johnson is out again, uh, Jaquan Brisker, Kyler Gordon, uh, Vasil Vildor, you know, this is not two offenses. I think they're averaging, you know, the Bears are averaging 17.3 points a game. The Giants are averaging 18.7 points a game. Maybe bet the under. If you're, you're going to watch this like game. 39, yeah. I think the under was 16, 30, I think the under was like 39. <laughs> 39 and a half. Yeah, if, the, yeah. if the under's under 40, it's always hard, right? Like, wait, they're, no one, they're not going to score 20 right. each, but, uh, you know, that, that, that is going to be, you know, it's, it's like uh, J-Mac, you said, um, it's almost like last week's matchup. It's, it's the like, same. Look, yeah, look it's in a, the mirror. It's a mirror. Yeah. yeah. Same team. I mean, if you defensively, like if you're if you're Allen Williams, you know, all my focus right now is on stopping Saquon. Right. Because I look I look out there right. on the perimeter and nobody scares me. I'm not scared of Rick, Richie James. Young guy, he's made some plays, but I'm not scared of him. You know, I saw we saw, you know, we've seen better receivers the first two weeks. I'm not scared of I don't know who else they're gonna Darius Slayton. I don't know right. if he's playing. I'm not right. scared of Darius Slayton. They haven't even targeted Darius Slayton that much. Um so I am scared of Saquon though, because right. of the variety right. of ways they're gonna get him the ball. Right. Like brother will mention they're gonna get him out in the screen game. They're gonna do all kinds of, I've seen him back there and, and, and run Wildcat and take direct snaps down there on the goal line. There's a variety of ways that they're gonna skip it up to where Saquon gets his touches whether it's in the run game or the passing game so he can beat you and he will beat you if you don't have a plan for him and see I think this is one of those I wouldn't call it a trap game but it's one of those where a some type of trick play some type of special play Mm -hmm. could really come into effect this week where um, you know New York being down on wide receivers is able to get one of those guys over the top because you know they were able to do something in the backfield that got everybody focused on Barkley and now you have a guy running down the field because when you look at some of the things that Daniel Jones has done he's been able to get outside the pocket and you know run for some first downs run for some good yardage so you know the Bears are going to be looking for him once he gets out of the pocket, okay, now we've got to stop him. And if you're not paying attention down the field to some of those yeah. some of those guys that are kind of irrelevant now, yeah. they could hurt you. Yeah, and it's like that Josh Allen offense, right? That's where the ball came from, right? He came from, like you're mm-hmm. saying, Cat, get him out of the pocket. Uh, they do run the ball well. A lot of those yards, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, the RPO game. Interesting, I remember Lovey saying one time when the league was going to this RPO um kind of like a spread option offense. He said that their defense was built for that because all eyes are on the quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. They run that zone defense. So it'll be interesting to see Coach Flues, what he does. Do they stay in the zone or do they go to man? Uh, what? How do they attack this offense? That's a lot of RPO, a lot of play action. And then, like you're saying, Cat, design the shot. 
right? right? Or like you, like you, mm-hmm. like when Kat said that, I was like, man, that's so true. Like, yeah. that's exactly what Brian DeBall is probably thinking, right? Where can I run a trick play here and get someone lost behind them? Because you got to think this game is the first one to twenty, right? Mm-hmm. First one yes. to twenty points right. mm-hmm. uh, wins the game. If you're a coach, like. Uh, we talk about a lot, right? We just talked about you, Kat. You just talked about uh, what, what's more important: winning or, or developing a quarterback. Like we, we a lot, we talk about how do you win this game, yeah. right? How do I like like I give Coach Flues credit. Like you can, when you're watching them, all they're thinking about is how do I win yeah, this game that I'm playing in, right? Yeah. I mean, and the defense, man, with some of the injuries, with Roquan struggling the first couple of weeks, Roquan came out, man, had a huge game. Um, the defense, how they've been holding people, you know, like with no pass rush, giving up rushing yeah. yards, but they hold people out of the end zone. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Guys, guys don't get into the end zone. They've been a good, doing a good job there. And, of course, guys, uh, there's always the turnover battle, man. There's mm-hmm. always yeah. that, uh, that. That is critical. I think the Bears are plus one right now. The Giants are at even. So uh, can't, turn, can't turn the ball over on the road, obviously, as captain obvious. Uh, but that, that, to me, uh, can can Eddie get us another one? Right? Yeah. Can 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 Roquan uh, cause another one? I think Jalen's out. Jalen really he was like, he was perfecting that peanut punch. So I was hoping he would go. But mm-hmm. uh, you know we'll see if linebacker. They, there's just so many injuries. You don't know who's going to be there yeah. come Sunday. Yeah, I think for me going back to Fields is just you know we talk about Kat, you talked about development over you know wins and losses of your quarterback. You know for me I want to see Fields just not make the same mistakes that he made last week, not forcing the ball. Obviously, he may still not be seeing a clear picture uh, post-snap, but, you know, I need Phil's just to say, look, you know, I'm going to use my talents and, my, and the ability that I have. So, hey, I have the ability to extend plays. I have the ability to put stress on the defense based upon, you know, I, I have that movement ability. So if something's not there, man, take off. Don't sit in the pocket and try to force it because you're hearing all the outsiders say, hey, we need to get more completions. We need to rev up the passing game. You know, do what you do. Right. Do what you do. Do what you've been doing that got you here in the first place. Don't listen to all the naysayers. Do what you do. Bears O-line important every week, you know, b- blocking that front. The uh, the Giants front they got to continue to improve. You know, so, so a lot of a lot of Justin Fields struggles. The tackles have been struggling out there on mm-hmm. the edge in pass pro, right? I mean, as good as run blocking has been, Cole Komet, I, I got to give him a shout out, man. Watching his games, uh, he is run blocking really well right now. So mm-hmm. uh, we'll see how that all goes, guys. Um, anything else on the matchup? Well, well this week eight thirty a.m. If you guys are up. Yeah, I think uh, the, the Saints and the Vikings are in London. So you can watch. <laughs> you can watch football if you want. Go and put an early bet in hey, on that game. Get your little uh, bet on the spread. Maybe I order. Maybe I order omelet. You know, from Egg Harbor, <laughs> and then I start my football early. And, and like, and then my daughters always say, "Cat." How much football can you watch? And I say a lot. Hey, how much can you put on? Day, all day. Day. Aren't, aren't you tired from from all week and you played football for? No, 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 no. I as much as you can't can get, get can't get enough. Um, interesting game this week. I think uh, I just saw here Baltimore plays Buffalo. That's, that's, that's going to be a great game, right? Yeah. A lot Kansas, of ice after that game. Yeah, uh, Kansas City, Tampa Bay on Sunday night, and then 49ers, Rams. Have they night. determined whether the they're Tampa, Tampa I think. they are going to yeah, stay in Tampa? Tampa. That, that, yeah, uh, they're playing in Tampa. Prayers for everybody in Florida. Yeah, it's crazy, yeah, man. Yeah, so hey, this so stuff's destroyed, is, man. man. That is, I'm telling you, man. That, I don't know. That's, that's, sad, uh, that's sad to see. Yeah, it really yeah. is, man. So, yeah, it is. Um, I hope the best for them. Uh, we'll be back Monday on the No Name football podcast uh three guys who play football act like we know everything but you know 
Hey guys, it's Olin Cruz, and I want to tell you about Tequila Embajador, the official tequila of the No Name Podcast. Whether it's celebrating a big win or just kicking back after work, adding Tequila Embajador takes every gathering to the next level. The care, quality, and patience put into each and every bottle of Tequila Embajador can be tasted from the first sip to the last, and it's why we're honored to call them our teammates. Go to their website, EmbajadorTequila.com, and use the code KICKOFF10 and receive your discount on your next purchase of Tequila Embajador, the official tequila of the No Name Podcast. Well, that does it for our show today on the No Name Football Podcast. We thank all of our listeners for listening and supporting us on all the social media platforms. Make sure you download our podcast. We're on all the platforms, Spotify, iTunes, Whatever your choice is, make sure you download it. Make sure you tell your friends and family. Give us a rating if you like. Hopefully, it's a five-star rating, but if not, give us a rating anyway. Uh, we liked your uh, feedback and criticism, that uh, things we can improve on upon our show. But before we go, as usual... Man, I want to suit up right now. In the words of the great Mike Brown, you guys keep making plays in life, and we'll keep making these great podcasts for you. We're out, and we'll see you next time, Chicago. Take care. God bless. Mahalo.